Guess who's here, Ireland? Is Cap in studio? Cap is in studio. Wow. Yeah, he's pulling somebody over right now. Love that. There you go. Cappy, what is going on, man? Mace, I'm coming in real hot today. Good. I'm Bring it. Going on, coming Cap. in real hot. man. Bring the heat. What no, do you got? Seriously, dude. Yeah. I just drove to downtown LA yep. from south, south LA. Yep. And it was, you know, it was one of those afternoons. Meaning? A lot going on on the roads. Oh, yeah? Which meant it took me a long ass time, which meant I had to pee real bad by the time did I got here. Did you stop at a hotel? <laughs> I did not. Because oh. that's what you can't stop at a hotel. Well, 27 minutes of free parking. You know? That's it. Well, at least at the Hilton by the John Wayne yeah, Airport. Yeah, he goes to the Hilton at the John Wayne Airport, right. John. Right. When that's your standard stop. <laughs> that's a standard stop. I have two standard Halfway stops. Point. Well, I have two. Um, if I if I'm if it's bad, it's the Hilton at the John Wayne Airport. If I can hold it a little longer, uh-huh. it's a Camino Capistrano, the Inn. Oh, I know that place. You know yeah. the Inn yeah. right there, I right by the, the Mission. Yeah, you only stop at the hotels, though. Yeah, I only go to the bathroom at the hotels. So I've got a piece of breaking news. Really? It's not serious breaking news, but let's pretend it's serious breaking news. Okay, I play this. It is being reported by multiple sources that on December 9, Scott Kaplan and I will be doing a show together at Black Gold in Yorba Linda. Dude, it's about time. For the first time, me and Cappy together doing a show. It is about time. Yeah. yeah it's gonna I be think on. I'm going to be in Philadelphia right, you're that not, day. You're not there that day, and Sedano's not available that day, and, right? And also, um, because I, believe, I think you're right, John, the Lakers are in Philly. Me and Sedano get knocked off the air. Yeah. So that means let John Ireland do his thing. Yep. Let Jorge Sedano do his thing. Yep. And then, oh, man, dude. I Seriously, I, I don't even know. I've, I've said for a long time, you know, we're, I think we're in that same sort of weird category. You know, the, the I'll go all in on yeah, anything kind of Yeah, that's a two-hour show from <laughs> one to three leading up to Lakers Sixers, leading nice. up to Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid. Well, we are, that's, that, we're leading up to that, and I'm telling you, we're going to bring it that day. And we're going to be together at the Black Gold Golf Course. Yep. And you know how, like, when you and me get together, we like to do something kind oh, yeah. of goofy? Some kind of bit. Right. Like, John, did you see oh, yeah. the twerk-off? Mm-hmm. I um, I commented on the twerk-off. Yeah, Cap, I thought you um, you did the best of staying kind of within yourself. I thought you had, your, your uh, form was solid. Mason looked like he was trying to poop something out. Wow. I thought. Wow. But... but- you don't I, understand why I won, right? Yeah, because you went kind of went for it more. Yeah, went for it more. Well, I feel like I was trying to um, be more of a twerking purist. Yes, I would agree with that. <laughs> because, John, I have gone back. What happens is, you notice how, like, on Twitter, I heard you guys talking earlier about the different colors now of your check marks. I have a gold check mark. Hey, congratulations. Thank you. Mazel tov. Not a lot of people have gold check marks. I checked mine when I heard you say it. Elon started that at 1 o'clock today, and immediately I get a gold check mark. I'm still blue. So um, somebody today mm-hmm. liked the tweet that ESPN LA sent out right. of you and me twerking. Mm-hmm. And again, I see myself more as a purist of a twerker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you, you are an outside the box sort of thinking exactly. twerker, right? So I feel like I held on to my twerk. Mm-hmm. But man, I, I've seen the film now a few times. Yeah. I mean, I look terrible. Well, I mean, we both look awful. I, I I'm look just going to be honest. It, so utterly unathletic. Yeah, I looked. I look terrible. Um, I di- I agree with John. I look like a dog trying to pinch one off, and it's. I'm dump I that. look like. A, I don't know why, because that was great. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually i dumped myself on that <laughs> you dumped yourself little, which is great based on what you were talking about a little, a little too far a little too far maybe, maybe. i like the self-editing by the way i don't have that I, that's the first time i, I haven't done that in oh a my long God. time you know laura dumped me yesterday yep and as she dumped mm-hmm. me i was saying to her what what's the big deal come on give me a break and george laura and Lindsay were all like cap we're trying to protect you from yourself. It's okay? true. Trust us. Trust. Guardrails. She said trust. Once she said trust, yep, that changed everything. So you know this when we when when I worked in New York, you worked in New York. Were you were Open Anthony doing afternoons? Yes, when they you were. were. Okay. 
So they had a dump button mm-hmm. in the program director's office. Yes, that's right. And in the general manager's that's office. That's right. They could dump at any time. <laughs> they, they could dump at any moment. Anybody could hit the dump button. Right. Uh, all the way to the top. That's how out of the box. John, don't you think that was an appropriate use of a dump button? No, I would have left it. Me would too. You? Yeah, me but too. But I always, you know, in the history of Mason and Ireland, I've hit the dump button maybe once ever. You're you yeah, err on the side. You don't know some of the rules, I think. Yeah, you err on the side of caution. <laughs> I, like I let to, everything. I go. like to protect you from you. Also, yeah, yeah, but right. it doesn't happen that. That's the first time we've had a hit the dump button in a really long time. Really long time. Yeah. Like I said, Laura hit, hit it for me yesterday and told me trust. Yep. Because at first I was like, no, come on, you don't need to dump that. You know, isn't it so depressing that Captain and Tennille got divorced? No way. When did that happen? Uh, that years twenty fourteen. I was going to say okay. Like, but, is that contemporary? Well, or? no. Here's what it is. Tell me. We, I believe in love. Uh, I know. I've heard. John does not. Bergman does not. I don't they think don't that's a fair love. characterization. No, they believe of John. in money. They no. believe in money. No, is I think what you love. cannot have love without money. That's the difference between Mason. Oh my God. Oh, okay. Can't have love without money. That is so no. sad. So I've been playing that. Song. One would drop you like a hot potato if you weren't rich. That is absolutely untrue. One hundred percent true. It w- if we did a uh, trading places type experiment, yeah, where you became Billy Ray Valentine and you would lose everything, or no, it was Lewis Winthrop who, lo- who lost everything, right? Okay. Uh, Karate Cap- Man Bruise on the inside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Mace, we made you desolate out in the street, and you were drunk, eating fish from the head, dressed like Santa in the middle of the street. Juan would leave <laughs> oh, you. Wow. I mean, honestly, that scenario, yeah, maybe I would. would leave me too. Yep. <laughs> if it ever gets to that point, please, I would I would tell Juan to leave. See, Bergman and I are just realists. We're honest. Yeah, but it, but the statement that you can't have love without money is obviously not Can I, true. No girl will go out with a guy who's broke. It's happening as we speak to people who are listening right now. No, disagree. There are a lot of people who, are, who don't have a lot of money who are dating right now and having a life, and they don't need money to date. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, you know what the girls who are dating those guys have? What? Side piece. Mm. Boy, you are so cynical. Wow. Very cynical. Very cynical. Because, no, no, I, I, I just tell the truth. No, no, here's the thing. It is Tuesday. My friend Glenn just texted me. No He's, money, no honey. Glenn's got a side You're right, Glenn. Glenn's got a side piece? Uh, no, he doesn't need one. <laughs> He's got his hands full. <laughs> so you're saying if Glenn went like, broke, his his girl would leave him? She may be too far invested. He's been married for like 20 years. See, I, I've been together with Juan for 16 years. It would take more than going broke to send him away. Nope. Nope. John you, Ireland says no. Would you, wouldn't, you, you don't want to find out. Would, trust me. Would Rachel be with you if you were... Zero chance. Poor? Um, so here's the thing. If you don't have money, yeah. or, or let me say this from a guy's perspective, if you don't have as much money as your girl does, mm-hmm. then you better make up for the, the, the delta between your money and her money. You better make up for it somewhere else. So are you saying Rachel is rich? Saying Rachel is successful. Wait, I just heard Sedano. Sedano will agree with me. George, you know girls. Girls aren't going out with losers that have no money. Um, mostly not. Right. Like I think most women want someone who is financially. But there's a lot. There are a lot of working class guys out there who are like, yeah, you mean I can't get a date because I'm a working class guy? Yeah, but oh, they do. They do. But not everybody's rich. By definition, a working class guy has work. Yeah. You don't have to be rich. So, you just have to be able to make money. So I have a friend who says that the only, they don't care about the money as much as they care about the ambition. True. Especially when you're younger, you yeah. you want somebody You need with a plan. Ambition. Laura, what? Laura just earned me. Okay, so ambition's good, but if you don't have action behind that ambition, it don't matter. Okay, you go, girl. So I'm just saying. So, Laura, will you please tell just Mason saying. that I'm right, that if some guy has, has no job and no money, that you're not going out with him? You're wrong. Why am I wrong? Oh, I mean, that was Lindsay. Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay. I, I just say I have plenty of friends and know plenty of people who get in relationships when they're younger, and this is the problem. They always say never fall in love with someone's potential. Because yep, if they never true. reach that potential and you're in love with them, you don't want to leave them. Okay, I know a lot of people You like guys that. are missing my whole point, though. My point is, is that if the woman is more successful financially than the man, uh-huh. the woman would still consider the man, okay. but the man has to bring something else to the table. Yes. And you can probably figure out what that is. No, no, Without no. it, 
Okay. I well, I mean, that's an, that's an important element of that, it. It's I like, mean, it's, it is. But here's my thing. Like, for me, it's just, you're right, Cappy, right? If the girl makes money, like I always say, I don't need a man to pay for me or anything like that. It's nice if you want to pay for me, but you don't have to because I got me. You don't got to get me. I got I'll me. pay for you, Laura. Thank wow. you. Now, does your delicious smelling boo have money? No, he's not rich, but he has work. See? Working class. He's not rich. He's a working person. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, a, he's working. He's not rich, but he's working. But he's also very ambitious, but there is action behind his ambition. That's my thing, because he can be ambitious all day, but if he's sitting on his ass, like then that doesn't matter. Now, I haven't met yeah, this. The, I don't think I've met this guy, have I? Boo. Yes, you the have. At the you met him at the Mandy. Right, the I did boo not is a, notice How could you not know delicious? who the boo is? I, I didn't... <laughs> The boo has got hair that you will recognize. Oh, he was sitting right behind us. Now I just said hair and I gave you this and you were like. You gave me this and I'm like, I'm pretending to remember. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Very good. That's what I'm doing. Very, very good. Pretending to remember. Yeah. Shadana, what are you doing? I'm in Phoenix because I'm doing the Warriors-Suns game tomorrow. So I flew in a little early to do the show from here. Um, That way I can – because I've got stuff tomorrow I'd shoot around or whatever i got to do for TV. So I figured I'd just get in tonight. I'm there next Tuesday, George. I missed you you by a week. So did you see what Jay Williams – I mean, I'm going to pivot to sports for a second. Oh, oh, damn, but don't sound sound. So the guys here, Gambo and Burns, the afternoon show, have been here forever. They had me in. (laughs) Jay Williams (laughs) said – that if I were LeBron, I would consider going to Phoenix and uh, and playing with Chris Paul and Devin Booker and that group. Um, that that's where I would want to be. I would want to be traded and be traded there when I can be traded it's next season. And I was spot. just like, and I, I was like, okay. They, so they asked me like, what do you think? I said, look, do I think if you would have asked me a month or two ago mm-hmm. if they would have considered trading any of these guys uh, other than Russ, like I'm talking about AD or LeBron, I would have said you're nuts. Do I think they'll at least? If they have a terrible season and they're like the 13th or 14th seed, do I think they will at least consider it? Sure. But with LeBron, it almost has, almost has to be like Inception. You have to make it feel like it's his idea Right. this scenario is my guess. I don't think you'd have but to I, make I it his don't... idea. He'd make it his idea. Don't you think he kind of has that thought floating around in his head somewhere? Um, I don't think right now. I think he just has – I think he, he lets it just kind of play out for a little bit. I mean, if they don't make a deal – in February to make this team better and they're not in the playoffs, then I think all bets are off. That's just my personal opinion, just reckless speculation on my part. But I, I, I think that everybody needs – and by the way, I would say this to the Lakers too, that the Lakers and LeBron should revisit that uh, pairing. But if point. we get to Christmas and I don't know how many how many games is that, Ireland, to Christmas? Probably around Another 40, month. between 40 and 50. Okay, so between 40 and 50. Let's say we are uh, 10 and uh, – let's say we're 15 and – 25. Yeah, it'll be it'll be like 40 games, 35 40 games. 15 yeah. and 25. Do you make a move with a 15 and 25 record? What de- what's, what well it just depends what's the what is the, like the 7 8 6 7 8 9 10 seed look like, you know what I mean? But is it worth it to use your assets to get some let's just throw out Miles Turner cuz that name's floating asset, around out there. Though? Let's well, what's the asset? It's you've got two two number 1 draft picks. Those are No, no, no. Essentially I mean, what your are assets. you getting back as an asset? Well, let's just I'm say saying. it's let's say it's Miles Turner. Miles Turner would take this team better. No, I wouldn't do two two firsts for Miles Turner and Buddy Heald. I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't do that. No, I See, mean it makes you marginally better, but it doesn't. Like I think that they're a play-in team at that point, but are they like a dangerous championship type team? Mm, I, don't know. I think it comes down to either reinforce or rebuild, and I think they are going to opt to. I think they should opt to rebuild. Well, I don't. They, I they don't. don't see they're it just here. they're they're perpetuating the inevitable. Right. The inevitable is you have to rebuild at some point because LeBron's going to retire at some point. So when LeBron is done, what do we got then? Which is why they don't want to part with these picks, or at least that's just a read of the situation. Yeah. Yeah, look, long story short is, I, I think that if you're the Lakers, you got to make a move here. To quote uh, a, the great poet laureate, John Ireland, star-driven town, star-driven town, star-driven town! Well, they have stars. It's, it's a matter of what you want to compliment them with. Like, if AD plays like he did the other night, it's a different team. But he's not played like that every game. Right. Well, that's my and he thing doesn't play like that every game. We've you know, seen him, John. I I was watching Geeter and those guys and Allie and them uh, after the game. So, AD has four thirty-five and fifteen games in his career, and which is fine. Yeah, I, but when you compare it to like Shaq, which to me, you know, he's not Shaq apples to apples, but he's such a unique talent, similar to Shaq in that sense. Like they're both unique, um, although different. 
that Shaq had 26 of those in nine seasons with the Lakers. It's kind of wild, man. Like, AD is capable of doing that way more than what we Yeah, why, what he is capable. I mean, we saw it Sunday night. Why don't we see I, I think it's a temperament thing, isn't it? Is it a temperament thing that he doesn't have that attack mode in him all the yeah. time? I mean, I, I think at this stage it may be w- worth at least I, – I, I generally don't like getting into other people's heads, but I think we have enough of a sample size. When everyone is sitting there saying, we need him to be the guy, we need him to be the number one, LeBron has said it, the coach has said it, the uh, front office has said it publicly, like everyone has said this publicly, and you're not getting it, then maybe you are right. And we saw it, though. I mean, we saw 10 offensive rebounds, put-back dunks. I mean, he was absolutely dominant and attacking. I, I mean – I hadn't heard John and Michael, or excuse me, Trudell and Michael make calls like that, like in, uh, you know, Lord knows. I mean, Michael sounded excited for once. It had been a while since I heard Michael that excited. That's because they brought him a bag of chips. And because AD finally (laughs) listened to him to get his ass in the post. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm an outsider. And I I was telling George weeks ago, why does he continue to want to take threes? His best line the other night on the 37-point scoring night was 0 for 0 from three-point range. He should never practice shooting threes because he should never shoot threes in a game ever. The other just wanted to rant like that. Yeah, I just no, wanted good. to kind of go off like that. The for a other second. dynamic about it was the one of the reasons he was able to do that in that game on Sunday was they shot 41% from three, which gave him some room to operate. When you're not shooting well, and this is I, I think it's fair to say this is not a good shooting team. When you're not shooting well, everybody can sag and clog up the middle, and Anthony Davis can't do what he did on Sunday night. That's some real basketball analysis right there. Yeah, too much. That was really good. That was yeah. like really I, coaching. I, kind I, of, I apologize. Dude, you could be a coach. Like Jeff Saturday could be a coach of the Colts. You could be a basketball coach. There you go. Right, right there. Should be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> should be. All right, so Mace, you uh, want to you want to coach? I mean, we can get you to coach like one of the like uh, you know like a kids team. I can find somebody dude, for you to coach. I'll you get you coach. to a JCC in two seconds. Here, you'll be a head coach of a twelve year old really? guy's team. Yeah, maybe I'm, girls. I'm bad with kids. I just sixteen year old kid person. No? no, there's a reason I didn't have kids. Men's leagues at the JCC. Men's leagues. That's Men's, for you. Grown ups. Men's leagues. Grown up yeah. adult human yeah. beings. Well, you, so you, you can, can have even a curse at them potentially. Right. right. Yeah. You, you can even choose by age group. Sixty plus. Oh, that's my crowd. I want to. I want to coach that sixty-plus team. That sounds fun, right? That sounds fun. Moisha, pass it to Shlomo. What are you doing? <laughs> These are my people. This is my. This is what I would do. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, we're out of here, Ireland. Uh, glad to have you back, man. All right. Tomorrow is another day. Tomorrow's another day. We expect Coach Sean McVay to join us. God knows what we're going to talk to him about. Uh, mm-hmm. Bad news with Cooper Cup and all that stuff. Um, yeah. Coming up next for you, lots of stupidity, lots of fun, lots of uh, frivolity, as Chris Morales would say, with Shidano and Cappy. Mason and Ireland, tomorrow at 1, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I'm going to be honest with you, George Sedano. Okay, as opposed to when you're not honest with me? Correct. Okay. How often are you not honest with me? Very infrequently. (laughs) Yeah, you liar. You're lying right now.
George, I felt so bad about not yeah. knowing this song yesterday. You did. I felt so guilty. Like everybody was like, dude, how do you not know this song? Dude. I was trying to like figure out what my life was like in 1995. Like what, what consumed me in 1995 that I wouldn't know such a famous popular song. I was 17. So you were probably in your 20s. So yeah, I was, it feel, and it's Mariah Carey. Like, right. So it's not like it was like, mm-hmm. and Boys to Men, they were hugely mm-hmm. popular right, but, but it's then. Boys to Men. Mm-hmm. So I will tell you that this guilt that I felt yesterday, yeah. I decided to go back and listen to this song and, and listen probably two, three hundred times because I was trying to figure out there's got to be a memory sparked somewhere. I must know this song. How could I not know it? How can you not? And I'll tell you, George. Tell me. I've never heard the song before yesterday. <laughs> At least kidding. you're honest. I swear to God. I, I'm like, how? I, I don't know. So yesterday, I started listening to this song. And now I really know this song. And how could I not have known it? What beautiful lyrics. No way. Yeah. It's a beautiful song, dude. You're right. No, you're way. shining down on me from heaven. Yeah. From heaven. One sweet day. Heaven. One sweet day. Yay. I mean, what a song. It is a beautiful song. You guys should do a duet. No, you and I should do a duet. Oh, because you heard me singing it? Because <laughs> I know you can sing it. Like you're in the shower, girl. True. How could I not have known this song? Now it's my favorite song. As far as I know, this is brand new. This joint just dropped. So for me, this is brand new. This is new music right here from Mariah Carey and Boys to Men. What do you think of that, George? Yeah, really not new. No, but it's if you... years old. I know, but if you just moved here from, like, Venus, you know, you'd be like, yo, that's a nice new song. It's the first time I'm ever hearing it. And that's practically what I've done here. <laughs> moved from venus <laughs> yeah well it seems that way uh by the way i was gonna i want i thought today we were gonna be able to start with like because every week right there have been the the college football playoff rankings right. when we start the show mm-hmm. this week they started at nine eastern so six is not till six pacific you're kidding I saw me. people tweeting out that they were doing it at seven i'm looking at espn right now espn.com mm-hmm. and it says rankings reveal 9 p.m eastern Wow, uh, that's kind of past a lot of people's bedtimes on the East Coast. They, they must not have wanted to interfere with the whole MLB announcements. Well, and there's also, the, you know, th- this is a big college basketball week at ESPN. You got Kentucky playing Michigan State, right? Like, there's a lot of big games, like those preseason tournaments. Not preseason, they're like actual regular season tournaments, but you get all these big matchups early in the year. So I, I think that's part of the equation, too, is that they just figured, hey, a lot of people are going to watch Kentucky-Michigan State. We can just have them on, have the thing on after that. You're saying that uh, you don't want to counter-program college football against college basketball and cannibalize both? Is that what you're, I mean, this Cor- is like a, you're like a programmer right now, George. I mean, yeah, I mean. Pretty good. Sure. Pretty solid. Let these college yeah. basketball games play but, out, and then we'll do the college football. But I will say this. Hmm, there are a couple me. of things I do want to talk about in regards to that, though. Okay. Do you think USC has a good enough resume right now to be in the college football playoff? Um, probably not based on the way things have gone so far in the conference that we talked about yesterday. Right. With- and by the way, still still a chance, right? Because they're going to play a ranked UCLA team, a ranked Notre Dame team, and probably, my guess is, a ranked Oregon team in the Pac-12 championship. Right. So there's, if, if they get there. There's yeah. still opportunity... Yeah, but remember UCLA's ranking now is, as I recall, it's twelve. It's sixteen now. Okay, sixteen. Thank you. They were twelve. Yeah. Thank you. And Notre Dame, where are they right now? Like eighteen. Okay, so you're not playing against the somebody ahead of you. You're not. You're not playing against the oh, number no, they, two they, team. They, you, yeah, they you won't know, do that. Right, and they won't get that opportunity now. Maybe Oregon, just maybe, but I, I don't think so. But Oregon's resume is no longer any good. Well, because, right, they lost to Washington, now they're screwed. Right. And just the same way Arizona beat UCLA, UCLA Mm -hmm. does nothing to help USC, which is fine for UCLA fans, of course. Right. So, can USC get there? Sure. You know what it's going to require? An upset ahead of them. 
Like, have you looked yeah. at have you looked at TCU's schedule? So TCU needs to lose, right? Obviously, at this point, to get the Trojans in, they have Baylor. Not you know, not easy at Baylor. Iowa State, eh. you know what I mean? Like, they, I, you know, they're not that good this year. Um, so that should be a win. But even though Baylor's had a disappointing year, like that's a good team. Like Dave Aranda's a good coach. They're six and four, but not not a great year for them. But they're they can they can definitely take you out. Like I don't think there's any question about. I that. would say the most impressive win so far this year for TCU has been against Tarleton. Anybody? Anybody ever hear no. of Tarleton? I mean, that was like the second team they played. I right, think, this year. Right. Tarleton is five and five in the whack. I've never heard of Tarleton before. But here's the point about TCU. They've, they've beaten Oklahoma. They've beaten Kansas. Oklahoma State was eight when they beat them. They've beaten Kansas State, and they've beaten Texas. All of those teams, George, are in the 17, 18, 19 range. Right. So I don't know how TCU elevated so fast and up to the top where they are. But they're, they're also undefeated in a Power 5 conference, so I think that helps them. Um, if, if, the TC, if TCU goes undefeated and they don't get in over a one-loss uh, SC team or a one-loss SEC team in Tennessee, or even a two-loss LSU team, then uh, you know you're going to have a lot of people upset. Like, you're, there's people are going to be pissed. Well, uh, rightly so because they think they're the big time. Well, because they're they're just first of all, the Big 12's fighting for its own life, of right? Course. And you have um, much like the Pac-12, by the way. Not that USC has to worry about that or UCLA anymore, but. Yeah, they they're fighting kind of for their own lives. Well, now, none of this will ma- will matter in like 3 years when they're doing 12 teams, but for now this is going to be a big deal. Like USC where they're ranked um and, and, you know, my guess is they'll be like 6 or 7. That's still within striking distance with a couple weeks to go. Yeah, I got to start looking ahead at these schedules, you know, like what's going to happen this this weekend USC UCLA then what's going to happen in the next couple of weekends, obviously USC Notre Dame game we're talking about um, but who else in the top has a chance to possibly get knocked off in the next couple of weeks, if at all? Um, I mean, look, Tennessee probably has a chance to get knocked off. I don't think, like I said, I think TCU, ha- well, no, actually they don't. They play, well, South Carolina maybe, but they're not that good this year. And Vandy, I know they just beat somebody, but they're not good at all. Um, Michigan and Ohio State will play each other. Okay. That, there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then then you, it, the loser will say, well, our loss is better than a two-loss Utah team. That's what this starts to boil down to. Well, listen, if USC were able to finish off the season with one loss and they were able to win the Pac-12 championship and they don't get into the playoff, okay? Right. A, it has been a great season for USC football. It's been a resurgent season for USC football. And B, even as you might be pissed that you're not in the playoff, this is exactly why you're leaving the Pac-12. You're leaving the Pac-12 to go play against the teams like Ohio State and Michigan because when you win that conference, you're in. You're in. You're in for sure. Yeah. Uh, By the way, the experts are picking against USC this weekend. I'll tell you what that's all about on the other side. Oh, jeez. Nickelback. It's all up Cappy's alley right here. I love this song. I'm sure you do. I got no problem admitting openly that I love this song. Yeah, I'm sure. I have no problem with it at all. I feel no shame for being a fan of this song. Now, if you would have said to me, who does Chad Kroger sing for? I would have had no idea who that is. Because you didn't know that that was the lead singer of Nickelback? No idea. Mm. But I do by like the, way, the song. I do did like put it on the rundown, cake? by the way. Just saying, next to his name, says Nickelback. Yeah, no, no I see yeah. that. Okay, just saying. Of course yeah. I see that. Because I, I didn't know. I mean, I, I guess I would probably be like, I recognize the name, but I don't know why. If you would have put Chad Kroger and you didn't yeah. put Nickelback, I right. wouldn't know who he That's was. That's what I'm saying. I probably wouldn't have known that either yeah. if I didn't, you know. You're Me not either. alone, I, Cappy. You're not yeah, alone on this yeah. one. Chad Kroger. I mean, I bet you most people that aren't actually like big time fans of Nickelback wouldn't know that that's the lead singer's name. Mm-hmm. I wonder, yeah. does Maybe. Nickelback have any other songs besides that song? Yeah, the big one was, This is how you remind me. Oh, I love that song. How I remind you. Yeah. This is how oh, you remind me. I actually know that song. Though. And there was the Superman song, right? <laughs> or was that was it? Was that the Superman song? That was, um, it wasn't the Spider Man song is the one we just heard. Okay. Yeah, Hero. Yeah. Hero is the yeah. Spider Man song. Did they sing when I get... No, that's not Nickelback. That's someone else, I think. By the way, do you like a good bunt cake? Um, I do because I like the red velvet with the cream cheese frosting. Can you feel me on that? You know what I think of when I think of bunt cakes? Did you ever watch the movie My Big Fat Greek Wedding? I have seen that. 
Yeah, that, that's what not. it reminds me of. Yeah, it reminds me of that. It reminds me of just like that movie because they, his parents, his white parents, come to the Greek party and they bring a bunt cake and they're like, "Oh, you brought a cake," and they're like, "It's a bunt," and they're like, "Bunt, a bunt," <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh," and they they put like a a plant in the middle of it. It's hilarious. <laughs> that movie's still great, by the way. Uh, I always think of that company, nothing bunt cakes. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. There, there is that company. That, There's that, that good lemony one that they got. Also with, I think, a little I, cream cheese yeah. kind of frosting thing happening. I, I like, I like the one, the first one you mentioned though. That's the one. Yeah, that I like the the, uh, the red velvet. What is that velvet? Yeah, right. That's I went to this beautiful. Greek. I went to this Greek restaurant the other day, and uh, first time I was ever there. And the chef is talking me through everything that's going on. Yeah. And uh, and then a couple days later, I come back. He goes, "Hello, my friend. You are back." I went, "Yes, that's right. I am." He goes, "I want you to have the sandwich my way." And I'm like, all right, so I was going to order something else. He said, no, 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 no. I'm going to make you the sandwich that I want you to have, and I want you to make it, I'm going to make it my way. So, all right, chef, do whatever you want. And he made this sandwich, George, that was so out of this world and delicious. And so now I'm back to this guy. I'm back to him like two, three times a week. Is that good? I love it. Yeah. That's great. Now, here, here's the thing about um, Greek places. My favorite, by the way, I actually, I was just going to say to you, did you, you know, are they breaking plates and going, opa, but there's a, uh, you know, Giannis did that commercial for ESPN where <laughs> Stephen A. Smith and Neil and Stan are breaking plates, and he looks at them. He's like, "You guys realize they don't actually do that in Greece, right?" <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny. It was very deadpan, but it was very funny by Giannis. Um, so l- let me do this with UCLA USC because I want to get I, I want to move on also and talk about kind of what's going on with the Dodgers right now mm. because between Trey Turner's situation and Tyler Anderson moving to the Angels and the potential of adding other guys I wanted to make sure that um, we talk about that and give it enough room but so I, I looked at the LA Times experts uh, in this situ- in this situation against USC and Lindsay sent this to me so Linz they all picked against. USC, they all think UCLA is going to win the game yep. because U- UCLA, in theory, is kind of a t- like on top of the rivalry part of it. Just like they match up well against USC in theory. So, what you're you're questioning though is is that all these so-called experts, everybody who's been watching these games and these teams all season long, how many? Um, how many people are making predictions well, here, Lynn? So, so you've got four, right? there's the the four people who cover them, mm-hmm. which is Ben Bolch, Ryan Car- Carche, I think. Uh, yeah, Carche. Brady yeah. McCullough and I don't um Thuk Guyan and and then uh, Plasky too. Sorry. Yeah, Gwyn. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know how to That's five. That. So and, five. And Even Plasky. Yeah. Plasky. He did a whole column on it. Wow. Wow. His title is USC football owns Los Angeles, but UCLA will own this year's rivalry game. Wow. Mm-hmm. He always has it's good sold leads. out. Sold out at the Rose Bowl. Can I tell you guys that um, I received a direct message on Instagram from a uh, Circle of Trust member? Mm-hmm. I don't know who this person is, but I'm saying yeah. that he's in the Circle of Trust because, you know, I, I, I mean, I know he's a 710 listener. I know he's a Sedano and Cap listener. Texted me last night at 11.08 p.m. I received it this afternoon. He says, what's up, Kaplan? Hey, I'm sorry I'm messaging you a little late tonight, but I was just wondering if you were going to be in Pasadena for the Rose Bowl uh, this weekend, at the Rose Bowl this weekend, for the USC-UCLA rivalry game. I'm asking because myself and about five or six people are looking for a tailgate to go to where there is a television because we're planning on watching the game from the golf course rather than be inside the stadium. We're bringing food and drinks and alcohol and stuff, but we just need a tailgate to go to. So what's going on, Kaplan? This is what's happened in the Hey King universe that I'm living in right now, George. Good for you, buddy. Where where now the 710 listeners are like, yo, uh, Saturday, you at this game? Because... Um, I want to come to a tailgate party. Now, yeah. if you tailgate, what are you going to do? Well, well, hold on. Here's the thing. If I go to a tailgate party and I do not have a television, then this guy right here, his name is Jeff. Jeff and his people will not come to my tailgate party because they are demanding that if they're going to come, I must have a television for them. Did you get that from the from the message? Yeah, I got that now. But by the way, haven't you been to a tailgate where they have TVs? Of course. Okay. What well, I'm saying to you nowadays. is, but this guy is demanding that if he's going to come to a tailgate party that I'm having at USC UCLA at the Rose Bowl, but I must have a television one? for him. What? That's not what I got out of that. Here, I'll, you can read it for yourself. Wait. Okay, read it one more time. Hey, Kaplan, 
Sorry I'm messaging you a little late tonight, but I was just wondering if you were going to be in Pasadena for the Rose Bowl this coming weekend for the USC-UCLA rivalry game. He goes on to say, I'm asking because myself and about five or six people are looking for a tailgate to go to where there is, IS in caps, is a TV because we plan on watching the game from the golf course as opposed to going inside the stadium. So this gentleman, Jeff, and his five or six friends are asking me, hey, you having a tailgate? And does it have a TV? If it does, we'll come. If it doesn't, we ain't coming to your tailgate. Yeah, he was asking that. You said he's demanding that you you have a TV at your tailgate, which he doesn't even know whether or not you're having one. Right. Right. But what he's saying is, is that I'm not going to bring my six friends to your tailgate if you don't have a TV. But hey, are you having a tailgate? No. Are you even going oh. to the game? No. Okay. Well, then, yeah. Then I don't. I feel like he should have just asked if you're going to be there first, and right. Then, that probably should have been the first question. Right. Yeah. And then continued on with the hey king. Well, that's what's going on here now. No offense here, buddy, but I feel like you kind of like you know blew your and shot. And who's there. this guy? His name's Jeff. I think Jeff blew his shot. Now I got another one from somebody today in the yeah. circle of trust, and they want okay. me to get them tickets to the Taylor Swift concert at SoFi Stadium because I mentioned that I'm trying to get management here at 710 to give me the suite one of the yeah. nights of the Taylor Swift show so that I can entertain a bunch of teenage girls. Have you? Uh, they're all my daughters. Have by you the way. seen the whole debacle with that <laughs> going catch. on? Good, good catch. catch right? did, yeah. Good catch. Yeah, and she God. did crash. Ticketmaster. Yeah. There's like people. Nobody got tickets. It was a yeah. big thing. I was gonna bring it up in like one, you know, radio tender. Or Big deal or no deal, but like it was a whole thing where people are like outraged once again at Ticketmaster because all the bots got the tickets and none of the fans got the tickets, and it was a whole thing. Oh, like the, the bots bunny. are out of control. Yeah, yeah. but you the know what's weird is like you have to pre-register, which I had to do this the other day for Garth Brooks because he's doing a residency in Vegas, and now you have to like pre-register just to be able to get a link to buy the tickets. Yep. You do because they do that to try and prevent the bots, but the bots yeah. still got all the tickets. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Ticketmaster, get it together. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, do better. Yeah, I told you. I tried to get the Peshmo tickets for Ticketmaster, and I kept losing out on tickets left every two seconds. Like, the bots were just scooping them up. Come and on. And it was a pre-sale thing. Dude, it sucks. Yeah, today was the pre-sale. The real sale for Taylor Swift isn't even until Friday. Today's like- Right, but the real sale, there's probably going to be like 2,000 right. tickets left. Right. You know? And exactly. it's going to be all resale from the people with all the bots that got them Correct. today. Come on, Ticketmaster. Gonna- Dude, that's so bad. By the way, so do better. During Seriously. the pre-sale, there was already bots- uh, when yep. I was trying to get Depeche Mode tickets for the forum, there was already bots who had already bought them and then started reselling during the presale already. Well, somehow master. this this is this is all the fault. This whole conversation I blame on Jeff, who was asking about the tailgate party for USC UCLA because yeah, you're not you, having. Well, because yeah. right because you were about to say that they're all the so-called experts are picking uh, UCLA to win. The local experts are picking UCLA to win, and I know that I I I don't know if what he's picking now, but Joel Klatt of Fox Sports, I remember uh, listening to his podcast a few weeks ago, and he said that he felt like UCLA was a bad matchup for USC. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of people that are on that bandwagon, you know what I mean? I'm making my call right now. Okay, do it. Okay, here it goes. Yeah. USC wins decisively. No, I don't know about decisively. Yeah, here's why. Here's my thinking. What's decisively? Uh, Two scores. So like 10 points at least. Yeah, I mean, at least 10 points. But I'm going to say USC wins this game decisively. What's the line on that game? Let me know. Because USC, not that the new quarterback and new coach were here for the beatdown last year, but they are playing for positioning USC. UCLA at this point... This season's over, and I, what I mean by that is they're still going to go to a bowl game, and it's still going to be wonderful. What a great experience for the fans and the players and the coaches and the program. It's great. But in terms of trying to battle into the playoff or at least get into the conversation, that that's over. USC right. is playing for that. UCLA, they know their okay. season is now over in terms of the okay. playoff. Yeah, okay. So that if they got caught looking ahead last week or they got caught underestimating their opponent last week, I think USC goes in focused, and USC wins decisively. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't think they win decisively. I think they should win the game, but I don't know about decisively. Um, I'm looking at. The, I'm trying to find the line. I still haven't found it. Just give me a second here. Oh, here we go. Uh, by the way, uh, our guy Balake. Yeah. I'm. You know, Harris highlights. You know, not only is he a Dodger insider, but he's got the Harris highlights YouTube page. Here's what he says about UCLA's chances at the moment. He says. USC is going to have to win out and need LSU to lose another game, likely in the SEC title game. TCU to lose before the Big 12 title game. 
and Ohio State to blow the doors off of Michigan? Hmm. Just got distracted thinking to myself for a second here that maybe I will have a tailgate party at USC. By the way, oh my God. It's, only two, it's only two and a half. The USC's favored by two and a half. I'll take USC to cover. It, it it opened at five and a half and dropped to two and a half. That means everybody is pounding UCLA early. Laura's mad at me. She's like, no, mm-hmm. Cap. No. No. She's a Bruin fan. Mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. So I'm mad at you. I know. You like I, getting me mad. I think I'm gonna. I think I may have a tailgate party this weekend. I would have liked to have. Seriously, I think I'm gonna do it. Five and a half. I think I'm gonna do See, it. See, you, you, you thinking about that? I'm thinking I should have taken UCLA at five and a half. What the hell was I waiting? I for? think I'm gonna have a tailgate party with a TV, and I'm gonna invite Jeff and his six friends. I think I'm gonna do it. Why don't you invite us? No, you guys too. Oh, okay, cool. I'm gonna oh, go to the game. Yeah, I'm going to the game that. too. I'm gonna go I to actually game won't be able to be there though. Oh, you can't be there. Why? I'm, you... be in, I'm in Eugene. That oh, I'm that's doing the right. Game for ESPN Radio. Gosh sure. darn it! Wait, so you're yeah. available, Laura? Yeah. Okay, and and Linz, you're available. I'm going to the game with Mace. Oh, really? Yeah, Mace. Yeah. Just you're going to the game eight. with Mace? Yeah, because yeah. Greg was supposed to go and bring his daughter, but it's her birthday and she doesn't want to go to the game. So then Mace was like, "Well, I have two extra tickets." <laughs> yeah, and Mace invited me. So, so then I'm I was like, take "The ticket." I was oh, like, wow. "Okay." I don't have a ticket yet. Okay, I need to get one. I'm gonna oh, do to... you want my ticket? No, I'm I don't want. Your I thought no, you no, just no. said that you were having a party yeah. at home. Yeah, I didn't say I, tailgate I didn't say I was going to the game. What's wrong with? Said I was having a tailgate. I'm going to hang out with Jeff and his people at the golf course and watch the game on the TV that I'm providing. Why don't? And then you're just going to walk into Boney's. Yeah, I was going to say, "Why don't you just call Bony?" Why don't I just? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to walk in with the USC band. I'll walk in with Lincoln Riley. No, no, no. You know? No, you're not doing that. Mm. Lincoln Riley wants nothing to do with us. Perhaps. We've actually, I think Lindsay, Lindsay tried to request him multiple times, and he didn't want to come. He's yep. very serious right now. He's very focused on the team. In fact, the day that we were going to have him on, he was actually on ESPN on TV that day, right across the street at LAPC. Yeah. But he didn't, he didn't have time for us. Wouldn't it be great if I walked in with Lincoln Riley and they're like, there's the coach walking in with, I don't know who that dude is next the to him. Special but, teams coach. Right, that's, that's you. me. That's Why me. can't you be a special teams coach? Hey, if Jeff Saturday can go from ESPN to, to, to the head of the coaching job, I can yeah. easily go to the special teams coaching job of exactly. USC. Very easy. All right. Now, can you be a pitching coach? Because the Dodgers could use some people uh, in regards to, I know that wasn't their biggest issue, but they've now lost a pitcher who helped them uh get to the postseason and perform fairly well uh, during this season. But they're on the radar, Cappy, for one of the hottest potential pitching uh, players that uh, will tote the mound this season. Sorry about that. Um, and it's not a name you've heard of. So right now when I tell you this name on the other side, you're going you're gonna to tell me, I've not heard of that name. And you're right, because very few people have actually heard of this name. But okay. I'm going to give it to you. Are you ready? I'm ready. We're doing it next. Cappy, one of the days that you surprised me the most was when you knew who E-40 was. E-40? Yeah. That's the spray, right? Come on. (laughs) That's a good one, Dad. (laughs) 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 It's always something my dad would say. (laughs) E-40, that's that stuff that... Paula the Butcher. Yeah, that's that stuff that you spray when something's rusty, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, not that. E-40. Oh, E-40. From the bay. Got it. Yeah. You did the. Remember when you did that weird "I Wanna Dance" video with your little wine, and yeah. then we did the remix with this song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then you butchered that one too, but you know that's all right. It's okay. That's all right. Mm. Hey George. Mm. Yeah. I gotta tell you something, man. I'm hurting real, real bad today. Oh, for the love! You're always hurting, dude. Oh, What's dude. the problem now? <laughs> all right. So here's what happened. You ready? Don't tell me. You what? did more working out. Yeah. So Sunday. I told you I went for my first run in a long, long time. Right. You missed the witching hour and you had to watch it back later. Right. I decided, went out for whatever reason, Minnesota and Buffalo are getting down to the wire and I'm like, I got to go out for a run because right. I made a commitment Ra- Ra- to a friend. Rachel told you the time needed to work out. Right. She said, you can't work out at 830 in the morning because on Sunday mornings we're going to have coffee in bed and then we're going to go for a walk and then we're going to go for breakfast and Wait. then- can I can I interrupt you for a second before you tell me why you're hurting because I do want to get to this Dodgers thing, but- um, when you're having coffee in bed, like mm-hmm. what is that? Are you having like a conversation? Like oh, yeah. what are you doing there? Yeah, we're uh, we're up in the morning. We're talking about our day. We're talking, talking in bed. About, yeah, oh yeah, in bed. Coffee with the coffee. Coffee in bed. Bump in oh. bump. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So a little coffee in bed, and then we went. For, yeah. You know, walk and then breakfast. And with breakfast, you know, she needs a couple of mimosas. And then once she has a couple of mimosas, then I can go put her to bed for another two hours. She can take a nap for the afternoon, and then I can go out and run. That was the deal. Right. So anyway, you're hurting. Why are you hurting now? So I ran on Sunday. Yeah. Four miles, which is not really running. It's kind of jogging. Yeah. And I was committed to get on the Peloton yesterday 
get yeah. back on the road this morning. Yeah. Well, with my daughter now having her driver's license, Mazel Tov, right? Uh, I decided to go out for a run this morning. Okay. I used the Peloton app. My man Alex Toussaint and and Ashton Kutcher doing an interview while running on treadmills. I'm outside listening to the music in the interview. It's like a half a podcast, half a spin class, and I'm out right. running this morning. Okay. I got four more miles of road work in this morning. And now you're hurting even more. George, I can't even walk. I can't even sit down on a toilet. What Seriously. What do you do? I just, my legs are so sore because yeah. I'm just getting back into running. Well, why did you just do four? Why didn't, couldn't you just start with something simple like one or two? No, 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 no. I mean, I'm, Extra, no. extra, hello. I'm, I'm like trying to cut myself down because I think I should go out and do like six or ten. So yeah. four is like, okay, I'm going to get myself back into it. George, right, but you're not capable of doing even four well at the moment. Yes, but I'm going to power through it until I'm really good at four. I got to pick up my pace and whatever and get back to it where I look like I'm running, not speed walking. But I'm telling you right now, dude, I am hurting bad. Oof. Legs hurt so freaking bad, dude. Do you get shin splints, Cappy? I do not. Thank I, goodness. I always got shin splints from... Yeah, shin splints will get me after a while yeah. on the pavement. It's they why I don't run suck. on pavement anymore. Well, Cappy, you know, if you, I know that you're, you said that you're hurting, but depending on where you're hurting, if it's like your knees or even like, like I said, shin splints or like your ankles, you might just need like specific running shoes. Do you have no. like good, good running shoes? I have pretty good running shoes, but it's my quadzillas and oh, my okay. hamsters. Okay. You know, mm. and, and my abadabas. Well, I would say I used to get all kinds of weird, you know, joint pains and shin splints and whatnot. And then I went to Brooks and had them like custom make me like you step your feet on like the foam thingy. Yeah, I know it. And then they, they make you like custom shoes based on where your arches are and all that kind of stuff. Right. And they made a huge difference. And I would not get as sore after running. So you yeah. should think about that. I know, but it's- There a, you go, Cappy. It really just is the two runs, you know, and that yeah. I haven't run in so long. Well, that's, I mean, that was my problem too. I used to, I would like train for like a 5K and then I wouldn't run for like six months. Train for a 5K? Yeah. You train for a 5K. Well, I mean, I'm not somebody... Well, sorry, again, dude. Not all of us right. do the Kona Ironman. You know what I mean? Right. Like, 5K again, is uh, right. not easy for everybody. If you don't run for, for six months, like, you kind of need to build back up to it. Last time I ran was a 10K. I just right. went and out and did it. you couldn't do that tomorrow. No, I could easily do it tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, right, then, except then you, you wouldn't be able to me. walk the next day. Right, I, can, I can't walk right now. Right, so there you go. You're a better man um, than me, Cap. <laughs> yeah. You know who's walking? <laughs> Thanks, Linz. Tell me. Just saying. Well, it's actually driving uh, down the five. Is Tyler Anderson. You see this kid? He went to the Angels. What the hell? Well, uh, from what I had read, they offered him a three-year, $39 million contract. So Yeah, the Dodgers was a one-year, $19 million deal or something like that. Yeah. I mean, if it were me, I'd probably want to take the one-year and the $19 million and be on the Dodgers and have a chance to go play for a championship. But he's decided, you know Wait. what? No, you wouldn't. You would take the more the guaranteed money. Well, no. The thing is, is that I would bet on myself, and I'd say I'll take the one year, nineteen million dollar contract, and play for the big boys, and get all the exposure, and have a chance to win a championship. And then next year, assuming I perform, then I'm going to get that three year, sixty million dollar deal. Um, but he decided, I think. To say, wait a second, this is my chance to kind of strike it big. I don't know how long I've got in baseball. So what the heck, man? I'll take the three years and the $39 million and I don't have to go very far. Well, Cap, he's 32 years old. He's kind of seen as like a journeyman guy who had a really yeah. good year. Which takes is the money. Which yeah. is why you take the yeah, money. Yeah, I would definitely take the yeah. money. And, and credit to Bergman. He was saying that exact thing like, well, you know, with the qualifying offer being what it is, I'm sure there's going to be somebody out there who gives him like a two or three year deal. And he was right, and they did, and I'd take that too. Listen, if I'm the Angels... And I can get 80% out of Anderson from what he was last year for the Dodgers. 80%. Um, I've improved my pitching staff dramatically. He's better than everybody but Otani, basically, at that point. Right. And I'm saying 80%. If for some reason this gives him the confidence and the resources to take his game to the next level and you get 110% of what he was last year. You just scored big time because $13 million in the open market of baseball, that's very inexpensive for a top three, four starting pitcher. By the way, do you know the Dodgers are, I told you, they're in on another pitcher though. Yeah, and you said we wouldn't know his name. You wouldn't because I don't think you're watching like the Japanese league or anything like that. So uh, there is a Japanese sensation coming 
to the majors. His name is Kodai Senga. And according to John Morosi, Senga, who's a 29-year-old Japanese star pitcher, uh, is currently uh, revealed three other teams in addition to the Angels and Dodgers who have been linked already to Senga. Uh, so it's basically down to these five teams at the moment. Ready? Angels, Dodgers, Rangers, Mariners, Blue Jays. Hmm. Now, um, Rangers is the one that's weird to me for whatever reason. I don't know that. Like, I can make the case for the Mariners. They're good. They made the playoffs. They're a young team. They're up and coming. Um, huge um, Japanese contingent there in regards to uh, population, uh, much like here, right? Like a huge Asian community. Um I'm surprised San Francisco is not on that list, personally. But um, just based on that, Toronto, uh, super eclectic as well um, in regards to their background. And they're also really good, right? Like, the Angels, mm, not so good. The Dodgers, good. Mariners, good. Blue Jays, good. I guess people feel like the Angels can turn it around quickly because they already have Otani. Yeah, but... Well, because they already have Otani in Yeah, but, but we talked about this. The, I know, don't think they can. Yeah, yeah. but they, they're going through an ownership change. So right. I don't know who's got control of the checkbook yeah, who's signing with the off Angels. on these things. Right. That's, yeah. my, that's yeah. my question. Yeah. So if I were yeah. this kid, I mean, the Angels wouldn't even be on my radar right now just given the organizational circumstances that are going on. But I think if you're him, you would. I'm sure he'd want to play with Otani. Well, that's probably the only thing that's that's got him thinking about the Angels. Yeah. By the way, the Angels may not be thinking about him. Yeah. By the way, career 2.42 ERA in the Japanese league. Um... 104 wins in the Japanese league. He's he's legit. Like I'm looking at these numbers, they're they're impressive. You so know, George, you're got, right. You're right. I'm not watching a lot of the Japanese league. You're no, right. but I I'm not either. But I, I you know I'd heard of his name, but now I'm looking at the actual numbers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about a dude who strikes out 150 you know plus batters every year. That's a, that's good. It is, um, but isn't the Japanese league? Correct me if I'm wrong, everybody. But isn't the Japanese league like, would you call it AAA level? Is it really um, on par with Major League Baseball? No, it's not on par with Major League Baseball. But, I mean, I, I think that, you know, you can extract. I think, look, there are plenty of scouts in Major League Baseball that go over there to scout these guys and know if they'll translate or not. And for the most part, the 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 there are a few exceptions to the rule, but I would say the majority of the Japanese players that have come over have done very well. Yeah, I mean, um, all I'm what? saying Let's... is I haven't, I haven't seen him. That's all I'm saying. I know, I said that in the last segment that you wouldn't have seen him. Well, I wouldn't have seen him, and I wouldn't have known who he was. Yeah. We got a break, Cappy. All right, let's do it. Can you just trust? Trust. Okay. All right, let's talk more about the Dodgers pitching situation. Also, let's get into um, what the Rams really need to do now with this Cooper Cup um, unfortunate situation with uh with the injury let's get to all that coming up kirk morrison's going to join us at 5 15 we'll talk football with him a lot of nfl stuff we can get to with him and college for that matter because he does both so we'll get into all that stuff coming up with kirk at 5 15 stick around 710 espn